Welcome to KC Dojo. This is Michelle and Ashley, and we're here to talk about all things Cobra Kai. But before we get on to the episode, let's talk about the Karate Kid movie first. What do you remember about it? Mm, I think I mostly remember that ending scene. Uh, everything about that movie, the end of it especially, was just really messed up. I think, crease. Well, I think we're going to have two different points of view on this, because I think that they portrayed Johnny as the bad guy, and I really don't think he was. But in the Karate Kid movie, you don't see Johnny, what he went through growing up, that would see, show him as a good kid. No, that's true. But in the movie, he does mention that he's a senior in high school. So this is his last chance at the All-Valley 18 tournament. So, you know, it was really important to him to win that tournament. Daniel's, what, a sophomore? Um, or a freshman. One or the other. He turned 16. So probably a sophomore or junior. He still had a year or two to go. Right. So it was, you know, that was a milestone for Johnny to win that tournament before he graduated high school. Granted, some of the stuff he did was pretty shitty, but, you know, you do a lot of stuff when you're in high school. We all have bad high school memories. So moving on to the new episode or the new show, Cobra Kai, it's if for you guys that don't know, it's on Netflix and we're waiting on season three to come out. So we're going to talk about seasons one and two. Definitely worth watching. Definitely worth watching. And in season one, we meet Johnny, who's kind of down and out. Would you say down and out? I'd say rock bottom. Rock bottom? Just down and out. <laughs> no, but he, he still has great taste in music. And cars. And cars. Although the hitting on the babes thing is kind of outdated. And it shows when he's rejected and... Was it a jogger? Just, ew. Yeah, yeah, it was a jogger. Girl jogging. Yeah, that that's 80s and 90s stuff. You can't do that in 2020, 20, 2000s. So, the opening scene of Cobra Kai, you know, it, they show um, the ending from the All-Valley Tournament from the Karate Kid. There's a lot of debate that that kick by Daniel was illegal. It was, but... At the same time, how much did Daniel take in all of his fights for that tournament that were illegal, too? And that's true. But that moment seems to be what haunts Johnny. Was it 30, 34 years later? Yep, 34 years later. Yeah, give it maybe a decade, but you gotta let it go after that. You'd think at some point, when we meet Johnny again, he's rock bottom, doing handyman jobs, and then he meets Miguel. Yeah... One issue with Miguel. I'm not big on his nickname from his mom. I don't know why, but Miggy bothers me. <laughs> it's better than Rhea. Okay. <laughs> Johnny meets Miguel at in Reseda. That's where they're living, right? Reseda? Did Johnny grow up in Reseda, or did he end up moving there after? He moved there after. He grew up in the hills. Remember? Because in the Karate Kid, they were going to the country club and stuff. Daniel grew up in Reseda. Right. In the shitty rundown apartment that didn't have any water in the pool doesn't look that much better during Cobra Kai. Well, at least it has water in the pool. After he meets um, Miguel, and he goes and does some of his odd jobs, he has a little bit of an issue with that. I think anybody would have an issue with the way that woman treated him. Well, he never called her a bitch. Not to her face. <laughs> he did when he got fired. He did. And I think it was fully acceptable at that point. <laughs> sure. So after Johnny finishes up with all his odd jobs and gets fired from his job we next see him at the corner store ordering pizza 
and I got or getting pizza. And I got to tell you, Ashley, watching that guy get the pizza out of the case with no with no gloves really freaked me out. I'm still getting shivers up and down my spine thinking about it. No gloves. He has a Band-Aid on his hand. And Johnny even asks him, albeit rudely, if he's going to put it on a plate. And he has to snatch it out of his hand to even get it. Oh, that was so disgusting. That part really grossed me out. And then Miguel shows up to get Pepto-Bismol for his grandma. I'd say it in Spanish like he did, but I can't. I don't know Spanish. They end up outside where Miguel is getting teased by a bunch of bullies. That's really reminiscent of the Cobra Kai that used to tease Daniel. Yeah. You know, he he's really in a spot where he needs Johnny to help him. And Johnny could really care less about what was going on in that situation. This is where I would hope he would have that turning point to change the way he grew up. And he was that kid bullying the others. He didn't care. No, he didn't. He didn't care until they hit his car. That's where I lost faith in Johnny. Touch yeah. my car, I'm going to kill you. But outside of that, you're going to let them beat the crap out of this kid. Yeah, he had no motivation to do anything until they hit his car. And it was funny to watch him throw that first karate kick because you could clearly see he hadn't done it in a while. Yeah, that looked like it uh, hurt a little bit. A little bit. Hope he stretched after. <laughs> So, for saving Daniel, he ends up in jail. You can't really argue that. He just beat the snot out of a bunch of teenagers, and he's in his 30s. But at the same time, you see a group of kids ganging up on one basic humanity step in and do something. Would you? Depending on the situation. If I don't have my kids with me because I don't want to put them in danger, I think I would. Yeah. At the very least, sit there and call the cops. <laughs> Something. I don't know if I'd try and throw a karate kick, though. No, I don't want to break anything on me. <laughs> so, after he leaves jail, he ends up back at his ratty apartment. What did you think of Sid? I thought he was a loan shark. <laughs> I had no idea that was his dad or his stepdad. No clue. And, you know, I buy groceries as cheap as I can. Sid telling him that that markdown price means it's spoiled. Come on. It's going to spoil soon, but it's not spoiled. <laughs> he was not a nice guy. Not really anything nice about him. <clears throat> and the way he described Johnny's mom really gave me the creeps. Yeah, he did seem like he was a creeper. It makes me glad Johnny was a boy and not a girl from Karate Kid. Oh, I never thought of that. That's gross. Well, if that's the way he describes his mother, how would he have described him if he was a teenage girl? Yeah, but I think a lot of that was just to bug Johnny. So what did you think of the payoff when he wrote him a check? I was kind of proud of Johnny for ripping that up. Yep, I was too. At least it shows he still has some integrity. Get out. Get on your own. Pull yourself up. But at the same time, I mean, look at what's going on in the world right now. If somebody's able to help you, take it. Yeah, but do you really want blood money? Because that's what it seemed like to me. Like he was buying him off. Well, he kind of was. This is it. I'm writing you out of my life. Take it and I'm done. Yeah, I guess that's true. I don't know. He's a creepy guy. I did like his nurse, though. I liked her attitude with everything. Just get it done. Let's go. Watch your blood pressure. Yeah, she was pretty funny. So eventually we see Daniel. Well, no, before that, Johnny goes um, out into the parking lot. He drove out to the arena that the All Valley tournament was at. Right. Right. And he was... Drunk. <laughs> he 
Johnny's pretty much drunk the entire thing, but... Yeah, it does seem like it. I don't know that I really like the way they're portraying him constantly drinking and then driving, or having a beer and drinking while he's driving. I understand why, but it's a little concerning for kids that are just watching it, especially I have no idea if Karate Kid don't know what he grew up with. Right. So, you know, I mean, that that moment at that All-Valley Tournament seems to be the defining moment that shaped his life. He failed at everything after that, it would seem. Not failing at everything after it, but failing even at that. Kreese's reaction to second place and breaking his trophy, putting him in a headlock. He can't breathe, and the rest of the kids from Cobra Kai are trying to tell Kreese to let him go. I really hate Kreese. We'll, we'll get more into that later. <laughs> So while he's reminiscing about the All-Valley Tournament and what happened, his car gets hit. And, you know, I'm a product of the 80s, Ashley. I got to tell you, I loved that car, even with the shitty paint job. Even growing up in the 90s, I've got a good appreciation for old cars. And that did hurt my soul a little bit, seeing that little Firebird get hit. Which then brings him to Daniel. Daniel seems to own pretty much every decent dealership in the area. So, of now, course, that's where it goes. Daniel's not in Reseda. Where is he at? Is he in the hills? I think he's in the hills. He's definitely in a better area. Definitely. Doing much better. And he used his opportunities at winning through the course of the movies to create... Um, his entire life. Yeah, his persona. Yeah, that's pretty much who he is. His commercials show him... Using karate moves to slash prices. His billboards, he's doing a karate kick. Johnny's been holding on to this grudge with Daniel for, I don't know, two, two and a half decades. Why didn't he ever just pick up and leave California? I think a lot of it has to do with his life is there. I mean, he's a California kid, you know, blonde hair, blue eyes, the whole typical surfer kid. I think that was his life, California. But everything you see from the opening scene, he's really got nothing there. His mom's obviously gone. Right. That was his only family. And until Sid shows up, no idea that he's ever had a kid. Sid made a point of him having a son, but until that point, why not just leave and start new somewhere? Well, there could be another connection that keeps him in California that hasn't been explored yet. And that could be Allie from the movie. I mean, that's his ex-girlfriend, and we don't know where she's at or if she's in California. And she is the start of everything. She is the start of everything. Go back to the movie, and it's Daniel and Johnny competing over her. That's what started Johnny wanting to beat him. But you're adults. You've been out of high school for years. She's probably moved on, married, living in another part of the country. Maybe in another part of the world. Well, but, you know, again, it's he's stuck in that 1984 moment. And if he can't let go of that defeat, he can't let go of Allie either. Yeah, everything we see, he's stuck in the 80s. Absolutely. It's good music, but he's stuck in the 80s with it. And with the car. Such a nice car. <laughs> so back to Daniel. Obviously, Dan Daniel has turned, you know, his life into something productive. He... He has all these high-end dealerships and, you know, everybody wants to buy a car from him or take their car to him. I don't think Johnny was real thrilled when he found out his car was being towed to LaRusso Auto. Right. 
Uh, he definitely wasn't thrilled. He he asked the tow truck guy. He asked the tow truck guy if he could take it anywhere else before he took off. As soon as he saw that business card, he wanted nothing to do with it. Nope. So he ends up there the next morning to go get his car. He just wants to get it out of there. You know, just showing up at the dealership, you see how stuck in the 80s he is. You've got Lyft and Uber and taxis and all these things you can order from your phone and get a cheaper ride. How does he get there? That expensive taxi. So when he runs into Daniel, you can clearly see he's not happy about it. He has a lot of issues that he's held on to. You know, in the initial meeting with Daniel, Daniel doesn't seem to have those issues. He moved on with his life, became a productive adult. Productive adult. Yep, married, two kids. I almost forgot he's got two. Yep, boy and a girl. You don't see much of his son. Well, this is the age of video games. And then he sees Daniel's daughter. Oh, and that's when he realizes she was in the car that hit him. I think that's when he realized not only was she in the car, but she was the one in the back seat that he completely terrified. Right. I can't blame him for going up and beating on the windows, but you can see their kids. Well, that's no excuse for driving away. No, that's no excuse for playing on your phone and hitting a car, lying to your parents and telling them you hit a deer. Right. I I'm trying to figure out how she got away with that one. Because she's the good kid. So they're going to believe what she tells them. But there's no evidence of hitting an animal. So when Donnie was at the car dealership, Daniel actually seemed genuinely happy to see him. Like he put everything behind him. Right. Like was there was good. no hard feelings. I think it started like that. The more they talked and Johnny's, not Johnny, Daniel's employees came over as he had him come over. This is the guy. This is the All-Valley Tournament. This is when I won. It went from he put everything behind him to rubbing it in his face. Oh, absolutely. He absolutely rubbed it in his face. And if I was Johnny, I would have felt like two inches tall. And all through Karate Kid, you feel for Daniel. You want him to win. You want him to be this big, good guy. Now he's an adult, and he needs to put in his place. He definitely seems like he has a bit of an ego from winning that tournament. He earned the ego. Really? He, he did, but he, he twisted into something that shouldn't have been. He could have gone off his life, and at some point, they're living in the same state. Johnny's now living where Daniel grew up. They're going to run into each other at some point in their lives. If it hadn't happened now, it could have happened in their 50s. He didn't have to twist it and rub it in his face. That's true. He didn't. He really didn't. I think um, he would have been the bigger man had he not chosen to go that route. But he also wanted to brag a little bit about, you know, being that champion. And that was the wrong thing to do. But it's human nature, too. That's true. Johnny wasn't real thrilled with that bonsai tree. I... <laughs> I hated that he dropped it. I have a fondness for them. I'd love to have one again, but I understand it. Yeah. It probably felt more like Daniel rubbing it in his face still. And not only that, but the bonsai tree had to have come from Mr. Miyagi. It's part of Daniel carrying him on in his own life. Right. And the differences between Mr. Miyagi and Crease, Johnny's not going to be happy about that. No, because the reception that Daniel got from Mr. Miyagi was completely different than the reception Johnny got from Kreese. Even if Daniel had chose not to fight anymore, Mr. Miyagi would have been proud of him. He pushed him not to fight. It was Daniel's choice. Mr. Miyagi was all about Daniel's health and what will benefit him. Right. 
or his crease. He didn't give a damn. And I just, <laughs> I'd like to interject in here that I'm really glad that they didn't try to find a replacement for Mr. Miyagi, you know, to have that that iconic figure replaced by somebody else to me just wouldn't have felt right. If they had tried to actually replace Mr. Miyagi, it, nothing would have come out right, but they really couldn't anyway. At the end of the movie, Mr. Mr. Miyagi did pass. Oh, that's right. He did. They could have always got Jackie Chan. Well, he's old enough now. (laughs) Anyway. So I think it's at this point that Johnny decides he's going to reopen Cobra Kai. Kind of excited at this point to see Cobra Kai open and hopefully see Johnny's not taking after Kreese. The way he comes at Miguel to join Cobra Kai, it seems like that's where he's going to go. This is truly what I, something I want to do. I want to bring this back to life, make it better, and help you. But he tells Miguel that he wants to teach him karate like he learned. And he only knows the way Kreese taught him. No mercy. And that's where the backlash on it is going to start. You know, I thought it was funny um, in Karate Kid when Mr. Miyagi taught Daniel karate. He used a lot of menial tasks to do it. And when they start Cobra Kai, that's exactly what Johnny has Miguel doing. Is Although he wasn't really teaching him anything, it all started with the same menial tasks and cleaning up and fixing stuff. And I really think at some point it gives him, you know... Um, He feels like he's part of the dojo because he helped build it and clean it and do all those things. They may not have been lessons like the wax on and wax off, but they were definitely helping him be invested in the dojo. And that wax on, wax off is an iconic moment of Karate Kid. Absolutely. We should probably add in, um, because we forgot to mention it earlier, even though Johnny tore up that check from Sid, he did go back and get it. That's the money that he used to open open Cobra Kai. Because I guess if you're somebody's going to give your money, you, I can't talk now. If somebody's going to give you money, you might as well turn it into something that's going to be productive. Looks like hopefully, instead of wasting it, he's going to do something good with opening up Cobra Kai again. But seeing that same credo painted on the wall gives me no hope. Strike first, I understand. Strike hard, I understand. No mercy is where everything goes wrong with Cobra Kai. Well, and that's where we'll end today's episode. And next week, we'll talk about what happens when you show no mercy. I'm Michelle. I'm Ashley. And we'll talk to you later. Have a good night.